Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin. Cody Schultz and I are joined by head of Fansided Entertainment, Natalie Zamora, to talk about some Netflix reality shows. Uh, but first... Cody's going to tell us what's new this week on TV. Yeah, so this week, we don't have quite as many exciting things as we did last week with the premieres of Riverdale and All-American. But we do have a couple of, uh, I think, going to be some buzzy shows coming up. So Monday, we've got the return of TNT's breakout series, Snowpiercer, uh, which is coming back for a second season and has already been renewed for a third beforehand, which I think is going to excite fans and give them uh, another reason to tune in for season two, knowing that there's not that worry of cancellation coming after the end of the season. Uh, Tuesday night, we've got a new season of MTV's Teen Mom OG, which is uh, coming back for its ninth season, which is hard to believe that it's been going on that many years. <laughs> and then we also have Tuesday night, ABC sees uh, To Tell the Truth kicks off its sixth season, and then it's going to lead into the new season of Blackish, which kicks into its new uh, time slot. And it's going to be paired with the new season of Mixious, which is, of course, its spinoff, which is returning for season two this week. And then the other big release coming up is Sci-Fi's new out-of-this-world dramedy, Resident Alien, which is coming on Wednesday. That's one of those titles where I feel like I've seen a lot about it, but I'm still not really sure what exactly it's about. But yeah, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> solid cast. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how that takes off. But I think the the big question is, what are we watching in reality TV this week? And I think outside of the the Bachelor, we've been kind of searching for new new shows to kind of dive into. It's been a bit quieter on Netflix, but we did recently have a new new Netflix original reality show that's kind of taking off, which is Bling Empire. So Bryce, what can you tell us about this new foray into reality TV? Yeah, so it's been, like you just mentioned, it's been a, a while since we've had a new uh, splashy reality show. Like, um, I guess The Bachelor's been back, but other than that, it's been pretty much crickets. Uh, so Bling Empire, new Netflix original series, it's basically like um, it's the, like very, very wealthy Asian Americans um, in live in and around Los Angeles. And we get to watch them live their like very luxur- luxurious lifestyles. They have like cars that I don't even know what kind of car it is, like the brand name, shoes, necklaces, all that. And it's eight episodes. I can't tell you any of the people's names because I've only seen the first episode. But basically, yeah, it's like Real Housewives, the Kardashians. Um, you've seen the reality show before, but this is like the next level of like expensive, basically. It sounds kind of like the perfect bit of escapism that we all need right now because we can't travel. Of course, like big group gatherings are kind of like ruled out right now. So it's like we can dive into it and witness all of this because it seems like it was taped definitely before you know, COVID era where everything had to be a lot more restricted, which I think those are these nice breaks is like, because reality TV is escapism. It's you want something that you can just unplug, dive into the drama and the craziness of what's going on in these different reality shows. 
And just listening to that little bit, it really sounds like this is going to be one of those series. And with 80 episodes, it's definitely like a quick binge, I feel like, instead of like some of these longer ones where it's like, eh, I can get through it in, you know, a week where you can sit down and watch it all on a weekend. Yeah, and it's like, I think it's number five on Netflix right now in the US, like top 10. Um, so that's like, I mean, people are watching it. All the episodes are available right now. That's the good thing. But yeah, like, I don't know exactly like what the appeal is other than the escapism, like you mentioned, Cody. Like it's definitely filmed pre-COVID. It's just a lot of expensive stuff. And I guess that's what people like to see. And people traveling, that's good too. Have you seen it, Natalie? I have not, but I do want to check out at least the first episode. I feel like shows like this about, you know, a rich family or rich people and their crazy lives, it works if the people are likable. So did you get the vibe from at least the first episode that they were, you know, good, interesting people or funny or anything? There's, yeah, there's a few that are interesting and funny and like likable. I can't, like I said, I just need to get up, bring up the cast list. So I know that their names are, um, I didn't, I'll just go. I didn't really like Christine very much. She's like, um, there's like a big feud with her and one of the characters, Anna over like a necklace in the first episode. That's like the main drama. And like, I, like I can get behind it because I think it's Christine wears the necklace to, Anna's party and Anna also has the same necklace she's not wearing it at the time but even like wearing the Netflix is like a sign of like disrespect which I again I don't quite understand because like I have the same like shirts as other people and like sometimes we wear them on the same day right like it doesn't seem like that big of a deal but Anna freaks out and she moves Christine from one end of the long table to the very opposite end and so it's just that's like the main drama um that that like i don't know i thought was like actually funny watching it play out because they're like they're like very hurt to like be moved to the other end of the table and not with their friends i don't quite understand it but like i i get it and it's like kind of funny i think there's another uh person on the show kim lee who is i think like a very famous dj somewhere maybe in like europe in like asia very popular i'd never heard of her before but she's on the show she's actually pretty cool too um but that's about it i guess for the first episode i would definitely watch it if you're a fan of like the real housewives like i haven't seen that many real housewives seasons but i've seen enough to know that this is like like that but on like a much different scale like i'm pretty sure these people are like billionaires (laughs) that's insane I was going to say, it kind of makes you wonder, like listening to it, if this could be netflix's answer to you know the real housewives and kardashians because You've got Bravo and E have like established these juggernauts in reality TV and everyone knows the franchises. Even if you're wa- not watching, you've heard of them. You're familiar with the, like, the cast. I wonder if this can be that for Netflix, like the one that's going to pop up and be an established franchise where it's like, oh, I can't wait for the next season. And suddenly they're like blowing up on Instagram and all that. Yeah. What do you think, Natalie? I think that would be interesting. I definitely need, I need to check it out to see. Like I said, I feel like, you know, with the Real Housewives, like a bunch of them are just like super quirky and like you like to make fun of them, but you also love them. And that goes the same with the Kardashians. Like they have everything, but they still, you know, have the petty drama or the little (laughs) like things that make them tick. So I think that's what makes it funny. And like you're endeared by these people, even though they have more money than like you can imagine. So I think, you know, if Bling Empire has that, then I think it can be huge for Netflix. I agree. I think too with, I mean, Netflix, I think they just like released their like subscriber 
uh, numbers from Q4 of last year. And they have like over 200 million subscribers like worldwide. And so when like a show like this hits worldwide, like there's so much more reach compared to even like, I know like the Kardashians are like world famous, but like some of the other like real housewife shows, I don't think that they're probably available in like other countries. And so I think that that's like the like thing that Netflix can add to this like genre of reality TV is like the global aspect to it. I know there's so many people who have become like Instagram stars basically because they've been on Netflix. I mean, like Billy Bobby Brown, I think is like the most notable example of like no followers on Instagram before Stranger Things comes out to like now has like millions of followers. And so like, it'll be interesting to see like if these people have like a similar, like they're already famous in like the hundreds of thousands or million, like maybe a million Instagram followers or whatever, but like in like their own circles. And so like, what does that do? Where do they go from there? And like Netflix obviously is like positioned to like take them there. Should we get a season two, which is like what, fans are asking already and no one knows anything about season two yet unfortunately well speaking about like unknown season twos um you know of course love is blind is a big favorite uh has been like a breakout hit for netflix what do we know about season two yeah it's a good question so i feel like season two so love is blind is kind of like the circle whereas you i like you would think they could kind of film it safely until maybe the end but at the same time like they filled the bachelor and the bachelorette so you know i think they can figure it out i think season two doesn't have a release date yet it's unfortunate it's not coming out on valentine's day this year but i think like the demand is there i think love is blind and the circle both like took the internet by storm those were like huge memeable shows so i am hoping for the season two soon yeah it's like it would be nice to have i was excited i was hoping that we'd see love is blind on like the list of like new releases on netflix for february because that's like you said it's about a year ago the first season premiered but and so i was disappointed not to see it but i guess it's just like i guess i don't really understand the logistics of like why they can't film it you'd think that they'd be able to get a cast virtually quarantine them and then do the season in like a bubble i don't know netflix has the finances <laughs> to make that happen right like i don't know what do you feel cody yeah it's kind of it's interesting because i feel like it was a perfect storm with season one that it dropped february 13th and so it was right before valentine's day made for like this perfect binge watch for anybody looking for something on valentine's day i mean it's literally love is right there in the title so like anyone searching for like love in the search bar was going to come up with that search and so it makes you wonder like what will the audience look like maybe for season two? Um, because I feel like it just was like such a perfect release timing. It's like right before Valentine's day. That's when people were looking for this content anyways. And so it's like, you have a new show. It came in perfectly timed and it hit really well. And it's like, if they drop it in like another season, will we see like a decline in interest? Will it be even higher because people have had to wait longer? I think that's, what's going to be interesting to see, especially with like Netflix. We're used to waiting for shows like scripted stuff because we know like going in the production, all that. But I feel like they do have tighter turnarounds on like reality stuff. Cause like even they're cooking, they're baking shows. Like we get new episodes of Nailed It and you know, the different ones there, they come pretty frequently. Like it's not a year plus gap. And so I'll be curious to see what the audience looks like when it does finally return, like where the buzz is at. Yeah, I think I would imagine that it would be like at an all time high just because of like what happened with like the first season. Like I remember, <laughs> like everyone was talking about it and there was like that 
like clip of the girl i think her name was jessica of like giving her dog like wine and that was like all over the internet um i think that it probably will be a big deal especially because like we talked about a few minutes ago like netflix's reach is like global so they can release something like this and then people can find it in their own time um but because it's been so long i think that we've seen like pretty consistently that like when there's a long gap for shows like that are popular that people like tune in or more people tune in than watch like the first season within the first month last time, just because of like word of mouth. So it'll be interesting to see, I guess, if that happens again, I would imagine that it does, especially if they get really likable personalities in the casting. I feel like the first time for, for like a debut show, it's hard to nail casting because you like are so limited probably. And like who you can have now, like we've seen with the bachelor, it like becomes a thing and you can get, more people involved that are maybe better for tv i think i don't know what did you guys like the couples from the previous season at all any of them all of them i feel like for the most part they were just all chaotic and i did not think any of them were really going to work um yeah i it was like is that i didn't really dislike any of them individually but just them together especially after they you know met in real life it was just a dumpster fire and they fought over nothing. So <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I was really rooting for any of them. Uh, I know. And it's like the show's perfectly set up to like make it the most chaotic. Like, I guess you have to come to the altar, right? And then choose whether you're going to get married on the spot. Is that how it goes? Is that was that how it ended? I think. Yeah, I think it was like, well, they talked about it previously, like if they wanted to or not. But then that was when they kind of really said, like, you know, I do or I don't like I don't was a very valid option that you had. (laughs) How many couples actually survive? Like, do we know if any of them are still together to this day or like? So I know Amber and Barnett are still together. Yeah, I think they're, like, married, like, officially. Yeah, and then there's another one, too, that are still together. I think it's um, Cameron, and I think, is it Lauren? Is her name Lauren? Yeah, you're right. I've completely blanked. Yeah, they're still together, and then I think that's it. I think, um, and they they were the two that said, like, I do, right, at the thing. Everyone else was like, nah. I'm good, right? <laughs> it, this is like, it shows like my train of thought with reality shows. I completely forgot about Cameron and Lauren because they were so unproblematic the entire time. So it was kind of like, that's cute. All right, back to the drama. <laughs> just don't even remember the cute stuff. So I was rooting for them, but then it just like worked out. So there was nothing else to see. I remember reading recently that there was like, so the show's hosted by, is it Nick and Vanessa Lachey? And then they were saying that like Cameron and Lauren might be the hosts of season two. I don't know if that's like real or just rumored or like a fan writing it, but I did read it online in print somewhere. Um, That would be interesting though, if they came back as the, the like proof that like this weird borderline creepy experiment of people can work long term i guess yeah that would be cute i would be all for it i just need more um like stills from netflix of like a person sitting in a room talking to a wall (laughs) and like there's a person on the other side that was that was the best part of the show for me was like just the watching the people in those rooms i think like being like going back and like telling the other contestants like i think i'm in love after (laughs) that it just being like how unrealistic that sounds, I guess. Yeah, it really prepped everyone for quarantine, I think. Like, people are like, you can't yes. fall in 
love over, you know, a screen and then it's like quarantine, like on hinge, like, okay, I'm in love. It makes me wonder, should, is Netflix missing its opportunity for a, a quarantine Love is Blind spinoff? Yeah. That would be really cool. And then they meet like months. I don't even know whenever this is going to end. They just have to keep it going. Season two is they still haven't met yet. Yeah, that's like the the big reveal at the end. You know, they put him in the quarantine for two weeks and then have like a big reveal. And you see like, is that spark there? We need to call the, you know, Netflix execs and get our ideas approved. Or yeah, you could do like a the circle slash love is blind crossover. And then you could get like the catfishing element involved. I think that that would be perfect. That's just like torturous though to the contestants. Yeah, the, the catfishing side of the circle was shamelessly like something I really enjoyed, I think, too much, just because it was so interesting seeing that social experiment play out of like, how are people like thinking that other people would like envision like taking a user profile and like messaging as like a mindset from this fake person instead of their own. And, like it was really interesting seeing how it changed how they interacted with people. Do we have an update on the circle? Same. I'm assuming it's the same as Love is Blind, that we won't see the circle season two until this whole pandemic is over. I remember seeing a rumor, um, nothing official, but that they were supposed to start filming, um, that they were looking at ways like to safely film and resume production, which I think the circle kind of allows for easier return to production since right. everyone's kind of quarantined in their own like room in like, the circle building. Um, and so I feel like it'd be easier for them to return just because they don't have group interactions until someone's eliminated. And of course, then they get that chance to like go and see someone else. But I feel like because they've already been quarantined in like their own room, like even that would be easier to achieve because it's not like they're going out, you know, and coming back and forth, kind of like how Big Brother was able to have a season in the summer because they quarantined everybody in the same house and did, you know, the testing. But I know it's been renewed for season two and three, which is a plus. I think that was like a big bet for Netflix of like showing that sign of support. Like this is the big show it was a hit. We're bringing both of these back for season two and season three. Will we see it in 2021? I don't know, but I'm really optimistic that we're getting it at some point this year. Well, we're almost out of time again. Um, any parting thoughts on Bling Empire, Love is Blind or The Circle? <laughs> Need to check out Bling Empire. Yeah, watch it. Netflix, season one, eight episodes. You can do it in a day, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Are they half hour or hour episodes? They're like 40 minutes. It felt a little long, though. I, I was on my phone. That that part like it makes you think, I don't know if I actually could do the full eight episodes, but we'll see. So yeah, we're officially out of time now. So um, thanks again, Natalie and Cody, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big